Hello, welcome to the Podcast of Things. My name is Ed Marden. I'm joined by my co-host, George Murphy. Hi, guys. The Podcast of Things is a weekly podcast where we take inspiration from the internet of things. We talk about things we like, things we don't like, and everything in between. Hi George, how are you doing? Yeah, good mate. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Last, it's our last episode for February. That's how good I'm doing. Good. Um, weekly weather report. It's been stunning this week. It has been glorious. Actually, it it pissed down to start with. Mm. Um, but the the kind of the last couple of days have been great. I even had lunch outside today. See, now that's impressive. I mean, I've been up at six o'clock every day this week because uh, Alice is back Humble to break. work. Yeah, I know. Um, Alice is back to work, so I've had to drive her to work at like seven ish. And it's been really nice, like the mornings are really crisp, like the sun's out, the birds are out. It's not like it was six, seven weeks ago where it's still miserable and you could never tell yeah. what time of day it is. You actually uh yeah, it's yeah, it's been really nice. Things are looking up, aren't they? We now they know are, when mate. we're gonna we're not gonna be in lockdown. Uh we've got still got a few months left, but I think the weather's turning and it's it's we've got no reason to not be happy right now. Agreed. Um anyway, I think that leading on, talking about not no reason not to be happy, why don't you just crack on with your thing of the week, mate? Good idea. Um, so I am actually pick, picking something this week that makes me extremely happy. Um, Good. And I promise one day I will do something that is a bit more, uh, I don't even know what the word is, scholastic, academic, you know, something okay. a bit more, with a bit more depth. But this week I'm uh, I'm choosing Guinness for my for my thing this week. Um, oh, interesting. Okay, and perhaps the, the the memories that I associate with Guinness. Um, first of all, love it. Could drink it all day. Uh, fortunately, I don't, I don't anymore because um, it kind of it like makes my lips swell up. I wake up every morning after I've had a Guinness, and it's just like not great. Um, the reason I'm slightly allergic to it. <laughs> I think I think I am, or just the, the huge quantities with which it's consumed. Um, yeah. I bring it up this week because it's it's Six Nations, um, it's England Wales tomorrow, um, and obviously we're drinking Guinness because the rugby's on. So, you know, Guinness, the the, the highly known and well known English slash Welsh drink. Well, I, actually, you're right. I should preface that um, Alice is Welsh and uh, she gets irate whenever Wales play rugby, um, and England Wales in her household especially is like the Super Bowl every year. Um, so that that's why I brought it up. Um, okay. <laughs> we, uh, we were fortunate enough to go to Dublin a few years ago, um, a f- more than a few. I think it was 2015. I think I went for my 22nd. That sounds right. Um, so about six years ago, we went to Dublin, um, and unfortunately, uh, we managed to pick the one in a hundred year uh, chance that it would be the centenary of Irish independence <laughs> from the from England. Uh, so we were just a couple of English bumpkins uh plodding around dublin while they were celebrating how much they hate english people <laughs> um and in, in all fairness they they were very funny about it um like, i fort- bet you um i bet i bet you learned a good irish accent really quick yeah i mean fortunately my last name's murphy um and alice's also got a fairly irish name as well so yeah we could, true we sort of did play on that a little bit the reason i bring up dublin obviously is because it's it's the home of st james's gate 
Um, it's where Guinness is produced, and we did go to the Guinness factory. Now, I'm not going to bore people with the, the ups and downs of the tour. Um, if you go to Dublin, I'd highly recommend it. It was a lot of fun. Um, it's a good day out. You get like three or four free beers, so what more could you want? Um, I mainly bring it up because because when we first went, Alice wasn't a Guinness drinker. She hated it. Um, I, I, I was a, a seasoned Guinness drinker by that point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I convinced her that if we, you know, if we're going to Dublin, you know, you've got you've got to try it. We always yeah. try the local cuisines and do the local traditions. So you go to Dublin, you, you drink Guinness. Um, having said that, uh, the, after we'd done the the airport thing and the hotel thing, and we'd got the bus into town, um, we found a really nice like say I say really nice. It was a biker bar. Uh, called called the Gypsy <laughs> <laughs> called the Gypsy Queen or the Gypsy Rose Gypsy Rose on the riverbank, um, and it was the first place we saw. Um, we were looking for Temple Bar because we'd heard like you know that's the place to be in Dublin. We 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 couldn't really find it straight away, so we just went to the Gypsy Rose, and you know at this point it's like two or three in the afternoon. You've been travelling, you're gagging for a pint, and I was like, Do you know what? I'm just gonna have a lager because I just wanna I just wanna have a lager. So we both had a pint of uh, Carmel. Cartmel, which in fairness is a really nice lager, and then they they did actually give us quite a funny look when we were in there. Um, uh, fortunately for us, around the corner was was where Temple Bar was, um, and you go in there, and it's I don't know if anyone's I'm sure some listeners have been. It's very cramped, it's very busy. There's just a big U-shaped bar going around the whole place, and along the back they've got say thirty or forty half poured Guinness, because as everyone knows, you have to pre-pour Guinness and then top it up. And along the back, it's just lined up. Now, now Dublin's expensive. Um, it's like six six pound a pint, which you know is, is not extortionate. It's sort of Londonist prices. And we're like, do you know what? Let's just do it. So we order like Guinness, and my word, it, it's just it's just in a different universe. It's, my it's just, word, my word. It's like fresh fish out of the sea. It is it is pure. <laughs> It is the best fresh thing. Fresh fish out of the sea. Fresh fish out of the sea. Yeah. Did you just really just compare Guinness to fresh fish out of the sea? Yep, clearly. Um, okay, go, go yeah. run with it. But no, Guinness has got a really um, uh, <laughs> Guinness brings back lots of strong memories from Dublin, um, and and through my life in fairness, um, some unpleasant ones like waking up on the day you've got to fly home, which also happens to be your twenty second birthday after drinking probably 15 points of Guinness and having like three or four Jamesons. So you can imagine the the, the, the state of things in, in, in all areas. Um, say it no was more, not, say it was no not, more. Yeah, it was not good. Um, but yeah, I, I just really love Guinness. And um, I listen to uh, the Off Menu podcast quite a lot. So I always think about my dream meals. And part of their podcast is picking your drink. And I, I think that's what it would be. How do, how, how, how do you feel about Guinness, Ed? Um... I like you. I have been to Dublin, and I have done you know the typical Irish thing of, of drinking Guinness, and that that is basically all we drank when we went to Guinness. I went to uh, uh, Dublin actually <laughs> to see. Um, what are you laughing at? You said when we went to Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> wow! When I went to when I went to Dublin, all we drank was Guinness. Mm. Um, and actually, I went to, to Dublin to look at. Uh, we went and saw an American football game. It was a college football game. Mm. Uh, it was. USF versus Penn State and it was a really good game nice. and game. Was, it, was, it was loads and loads of Americans uh, and I went with a load of um, American football guys that I play um, American football with and we just drank Guinness the whole time uh, and I, I I mean I'm 
I'm partial to a Guinness. I wouldn't say it's my choice of drink. Um, but in Ireland, there's something special about it. I don't know what it is. I think they put crack in it, but it's just so good. Um, I know I really enjoy it. I haven't, I don't, I don't, I feel like it's a bit of a waste to get it from a can. Um, yeah. I don't know why. I feel like if I, when the pubs reopen, 21st of June, let's go have a Guinness together. But I, um, yeah, yeah, it's all right. I mean, I don't, I think I'd rather have a, an ale and I'm not a massive mm. stout fan, but, um, I can appreciate it. And also just the thing about Guinness is that I, I'm always conscious of it being like, everyone's like, oh, you know, realize that Guinness is like a full meal and one pint. I was like, well, that's, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's fine though. Cause it's like 200 calories. It's not even that bad. Um, <clears throat> It's funny you well, say it that. Here's me drink fifteen of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like two days worth of food. It's it's funny you should say about stout actually, because whenever I go somewhere and I want to try something like a whatever they've got on the on the on the beer menu, I always look at the stouts and whenever I order them, I'm always massively disappointed. Um, mm. And perhaps that's like a really awful opinion to have because you know Guinness is is the brand and it is the you know it's the it's the hallmark. So perhaps we should branch off to these smaller smaller subsidiaries trying to make it make yeah. a buck out of it but it's just never as good and it absolutely... well, i think i think i think the thing is sorry to interrupt no, i think no, the no. thing is like when when you when you think about stout and you think about guinness you always expect every single stout to be like a guinness yeah, but it's that's the problem but, but it's not i mean i had the bath ale stout which is quite nice um but yeah you kind of just expect it i, I suppose like guinness guinness is like the kleenex of Stouts, yeah. I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's the, like the it's the seller tape of stouts because everyone associates yeah. it with stout, but seller tape's mm-hmm. actually a brand. And you know, um, it it was interesting. Like on the, on the Guinness tour, they said that they've got like a nine thousand year lease, and they're like two hundred and fifty wow. years into it. So like, and I know they do it on the adverts as well, but it's really it's a really interesting product. Um, and it will absolutely be the first beer I have, um, whenever the pubs open in May for the garden or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, speaking, speaking of which, I'm hoping that uh, that I can go out on my birthday this year because if I can't, then it'd be three <laughs> birthdays in a row where I've been stuck in not being able to do anything. So, the first one was sur- surgery, lockdown, surgery, lockdown, lockdown. lockdown. <laughs> yeah, so nice. I was. That's I was, like that should be that should be the the title of your first debut album. <laughs> yeah, I was 23 last time I had a birthday, and I'm gonna be 27 <laughs> this year. That's fucking rubbish. <laughs> that is so bad. Anyway, good. I like your yeah, thing nice. of the week. That kind good. of that that sums up. That sums up. Sums up. I think it sums up you very well. Mm. Whenever you talk about playing rugby and watching rugby or watching any sport, you're like, oh yeah, I'm having I'm having a Guinness. I was like. Oh, crikey, all right, good luck. Um, but no, good, I like it. Um, well, I think there's nothing else to do, but move on to my thing of the week. Good. However, as always, before we move on to my thing of the week, this is the part of the podcast where we plug our podcast and tell you all to go out and listen and share and just shout everyone to until they follow us and listen to us as well. So please go and follow us on Instagram at Podcast of Things. Uh, from there, you can see, you can kind of have a look at all of us, all of our stuff. We post there quite regularly and we just, we keep you up to date with things that we're doing. Um, there's nice photos of us. We look pretty cool in those photos. Um, if you don't fancy Instagram, go over to anchor.fm forward slash podcast of things. And from there, you can pick your podcast platform. Uh, we are available on all your major podcast platforms and all the links are on anchor.fm. So please go give us a listen. Go give us a shout out. Go give us a share. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell whoever you want. And when we can go and get a Guinness, go shout out in your local pub garden. Um, but without further ado, let's go back onto my favorite. Video.
Okay, so uh, for my thing of the week, uh, I uh, it's been a tricky week for me, actually. I've, I've been racking my brain back and forth about what I'm actually going to do for my thing of the week this week. Uh, and I uh, I must admit, I, I think I broke podcast of thing of rules and I, I kind of I hinted to you what might be my thing yeah, of the week yeah, this yeah. week. But basically, my thought process here is that we've done every single medium. We've done food. We've done drink. We've done films. We've done books. We've done TV series. We've done games. We've done everything and anything. But ironically what we haven't done is podcasts and mm. this week i start i started listening to a great podcast um by greg james and bella bella mackie uh i have a bit of a thing with greg james and bella that i think they're bloody brilliant i love them both and i actually listened to a cricket podcast with uh, greg james on called tailenders and that is also really cool um but however this is a podcast that him and his wife are doing um and it's called teach me a lesson and i thought you know I, I said it to you that you should listen to it, being a teacher and all. Um, and there's currently three episodes out, uh, and I've listened to them all already, and they've got another episode coming out on Monday. And I just thought it'd be a really nice thing to talk about, actually, because, you know, you can kind of you can kind of chat about being a yeah, teacher, I and I can talk about talk about listening, you know, listening to podcasts. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's really good. So the first, the first episode was... Um, uh, the first episode was uh, Are You Born Evil? Which was really interesting. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a good one. The second episode was um, how to win an argument with RuPaul, and the third one was um, talking the about love at first sight. Mm. Yeah, and it was really interesting. So basically, the premise of this podcast is that they, uh, Bella and uh, and Greg, uh, get teachers from around the country to teach them a lesson, um, and it may be in a, in a specific, uh, specific, obviously specific subject that they are that they teach to their kids and they get the teachers get recommended by pupils uh, and they just they just chat about and then they get taught a lesson it, it it sounds like it wouldn't work but actually it really does and i think greg and, and bella are really funny and the teachers they've got on have also been really great um but yeah i just thought i just thought it'd be a good thing to chat about yeah i think it's brilliant um i can't remember what i watched him on i think he was on like the one show or something about three or four days before you said anything and i was kind of considering it um I was quite sceptical, you know, like being a teacher, um, mainly for the fact that I thought they were going to spout the same old sh- stuff that I have to listen to all the time. As as someone in, in the position I'm in in my career, um, I hear a lot of philosophies and I hear a lot of works and a lot of, a lot of practices and pedagogies that we need to put into practice. And I was genuinely concerned that there would just be spouting Rosenshines or Blooms or Douglamoff or... Something like that that I've heard a million times and I'm I'm frankly bored by by now. Um, <clears throat> but it was actually really nice because the teachers that come in, for one, are extremely unique. Um, I can't remember which episode it is. It's not the marriage one because that was with a guy. It was the one with the lady with like 200 tattoos and yeah. she was talking about like being, being an absolute terror at concerts. And it was just nice to like bring in these people that aren't stuffy 60-year-olds that are just... <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the the way they approach teaching was really, really nice for me to listen to, and they haven't done a science episode yet. But even even the things they were talking about, I was like, that's a really good idea. That sounds really good. And obviously, Greg and Bella are absolutely phenomenal. Um, their chemistry is brilliant, um, and they act like a proper couple because, frankly, they don't really like each other, and that is yeah. the best part about their chemistry is because they don't get on, and that's that's brilliant. But they don't get on, but they do get on because they mm. don't get on. Um, it's it, and it, no, it's really good. It's really funny, and it, it's not and it's not as you said. It's not preachy, is it? It's not kind of like no. Uh, it is. It is just informative and interesting, and I think it would be. It's just really good, and I would really highly recommend it. So, so I, I kind of I pass to the higher powers, which be you as a teacher. So, if you were going to go on and teach me a lesson, 
mm. and teach teach Greg and Bella um uh, uh, one of your your lessons. Yeah. What would it be? Okay, so based on the themes of what they've done, is they've done quite broad things that that people have a base understanding of because that's what you've got to do as a teacher. You've got to build understanding based on previous schemas and things like that. You can't can't come out of the blue. So as a science teacher, as an anthropologist, I think I'd have to do uh, the theory of evolution or at least, you know, the evidence surrounding it. Um, mainly because as a theory, it's, it's largely accepted and scientific theories are, are based in fact and evidence. But some of the counter-arguments... Um, back in the day, like Lamarck and things like that, are still really nice to talk about. So I perhaps introduce them to survival of the fittest, as is, um, you know, Darwin's theory of evolution. Everyone knows what that is. So you start off with where people are, people know, and then I would start introducing them to Lamarck, who essentially said that um, the factors that affect you in life are reflected in your offspring, um, which, on the face of things, is completely sound, and there is nothing wrong with it. Um, however, his suggestion was that uh, giraffes is always the example. They always use the example of giraffes because it's very visual and everyone knows what a giraffe is. Um, that from a Darwin standpoint, the taller giraffes would be able to access more food and therefore would be more likely to survive and pass on their genes to their offspring. And Lamarck says much of the same stuff. Um, it's not very contradictory and this is occurring um, concurrently. Um, however, Lamarck suggests that the taller giraffes became taller because they wanted to leave so much that they would stretch their necks. And therefore, when they stretch their necks, they would be able to pass that on to their offspring, which, you know, in fairness, isn't that far off. But when you say, okay, so if I was going to have a kid, and just before I was to conceive this child, I was to cut my arm off, by Lamarck's principle, when that kid is born, they would only have one arm because the influence yeah. I've put on myself would be passed on to my offspring rather than it being a genetic thing. Despite the fact that Darwin had no idea about DNA because he's about 70 years too early. But yeah, I think that's where I would go. Well, that, well that's a very interesting topic. And I, 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 I kind of know a little bit about it, but not, not loads. Um, but I think that would be good. And I think... I, th- I was kind of I was kind of hoping you'd say like Flat Earth or something like that because I think that would be, really <laughs> no, actually, that'd be even better. That would be a really good interesting topic to do. Um, but no, this is a really good podcast um, and it's almost as good as ours. So I recommend going <laughs> to listen to it. Um, and I, I think I think it's just kind of I just I just love podcasting and I love listening to podcasts and I think it's I think it's a it's a it's a good mix of kind of informative and good fun and i think in the world of lockdown where you where we aren't able to talk to each other and we aren't able to uh listen to people uh have fun and 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 you know be around people it's a good way to kind of broaden your horizons and i mm. uh, and i think it's good to listen to and actually talking of podcasts uh we've, we're, we're we're a family of podcasts i've got you know my uncle and my nan who live next door have started a, a lockdown with mother podcast so that's a good no, i didn't realize well. that so I would go check that out as well, I'm and that's just really it. good. And it's just, and it's just good fun. Like I just, uh, we're not, we're not, we're not breaking like new ground here. We're just having fun, and I think that's exactly the same as Teach Me a Lesson. They, yeah. I think that's the best thing about that that podcast is they're not. You could you could really easily take it way too seriously. Yeah, that they do they do get competitive as a couple, but that's but that but that is not that's not they're not they're not you know trying to be somewhere they're not or be more clever than they're not or you know it's all that kind of good stuff and it's just it's a short sweet um good and i think it just recognizes how important teachers are because I, I i you know i i don't think they get enough appreciation so well done george you, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad to know i'm glad to know a teacher um 
But no, I, I, yeah, go give it a listen. Why not? It's good fun. I think I think the best thing about it, exactly what you were saying, is I feel like they would do that podcast even if no one would listen. Exactly. I feel like they ge- they genuinely want to talk to teachers, and you know, and just and learn about something really interesting and something unique. Like, I think that the marriage one for me was by far the most interesting one. Um, yeah. The the argument with RuPaul one was really interesting. Talking about ethos, pathos, and logos that was that's going to stick with me for a long time. Yeah. And I'm yeah, probably yeah. going to use that in my lessons if I'm honest. Um, and then the the, the are you born evil one was. It, equally as good um and again it's because these people come at it from an angle that you're not used to hearing it's not it's not immediate it's not immediate influenced area you can tell Mm -hmm. that these people are genuinely experts in what they're doing and it's it's, it's really nice yeah no it is really good and i think i and i actually what you're talking about is kind of theory of evolution that was kind of what they touched on in in are you born evil and you know i don't want to spoil the podcast but that was i think it's just it's just really good fun and you know actually it's 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 kind of a, a thing of a thing that you you kind of go, wow! I wish I had that idea of kind of talking to teachers um, and you know, getting them to teach me lessons. But they got there first. And obviously, Greg James is is a very well known broadcaster, so he's mm. a great personality. Um, and it's just a really good listen, so I go recommend it. Um, and I just what what you said is like what what you said about them kind of doing their thing, and they would they would do that podcast if no one was listening. That's yeah, basically class as well. We would talk oh, yeah. about th- things we do in a week without even if no one was listening and we just happened to be recording it and making fools out of ourselves at the same time and some people are listening um but that kind of that kind of wraps up for my thing of the week so yeah go listen to teach me a lesson uh, it, it's on bbc sounds but actually you can't i, I listen to it on uh, apple podcast so you can you cannot find it elsewhere um and go give them a like give them a listen Told, tell them we sent you if you are listening to them <laughs> yeah and hope, do it and hope and hopefully that they will they will return the love um but anyway now to our favourite part of the show, the potty. So this is our this is our final potty of this is it? round of r- round of nominees. This is number six. Oh, um, okay. So uh, it's gonna we're gonna have to. This is gonna be a big one. Like this is gonna be this is gonna be this is gonna be the the one. So we um, have a guest on next week. Then is it a guest next week? Uh, I think it must be a guest next week. It has to be. Oh, exciting! We have okay. we have to line up a guest. Um, whoever wants to be a guest, uh, DM us, please. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so this is number six. I think it's number six. It must be number six. Yeah. So what, let, right. let's let's go. Let's go through them just to double right, check. It's, it's Project Hazel number one yep. by Razor, which was the uh, cool mask. Two was the Furbo dog camera. Yep. Three was uh, Voxel guy. Yep. Four was uh, was the diffuser. Yes. The, the the uh, smart diffuser last week mm-hmm. was your cool little backpack, um, yeah. and then this week, this week, it is the Bura monogram connect with a K smart electric blanket Whoa, with okay, Wi-Fi I mean. smartphone control. I mean, so this is an electric blanket yeah. that is compatible with your smartphone and Alexa technology. Obviously, that's kind of the first the first tick in the box of being a potty yeah. ward. Uh, you can remotely control your electric blanket via Alexa or through your smartphone. Uh, and you can get your blanket ready for bed without leaving your seat oh, or no. or on the toilet whilst you're on the toilet. Uh, it, has, <laughs> it has independent dual controls with nine temperature settings to choose from. And nine. it is fully fitted and is available in double or king size. Um, so, yeah, this is this is by a company called Bura. It's a, the Bura Cozy Night app allows you to get your desired heat setting and timer length on your smartphone. 
The app allows 10 profiles to be created, unique to each scenario that you encounter, from milder nights through to freezing cold evenings in the deep winter. The app right. also shows you how much energy the blank electric blanket is using. Uh, so yeah, this was kind of this was kind of it. actually this is my favorite this is my favorite thing about the Bura electric mm. blanket. Please note, the product is not suitable for users fitted with a pacemaker. Oh, okay, probably because it's wiring, and if you got a shock, then you die. <laughs> probably. probably or maybe it's just like to make, makes it too hot. Yeah, maybe. How do you spell Bura? Is it B U R A? No, it is B E U R E R. Okay, cool. Um. So, Obviously. Sorry. Uh, this is by far my favourite potty we've ever had. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It's because when me and I first started living together, we were at uni, we lived together for two years in a flat. Lovely, lovely flat. Ed visited many times. But the so-called double Can't glazed confirm. windows were probably less than a glaze. Um, and in the winter, which is normally when Ed came round, it was absolutely freezing. Like, frostbitten freezing. Like... We used to go to sleep with two duvets and in our dressing gown because it got, it got that cold. So we ended up buying an electric blanket and it was a, a, a lifesaver. Like, not even being hyperbolic, could have got pneumonia and died in that flat. Um, and the thought of being able to pre-warm your bed, but also, more importantly, be able to turn that blanket off and set a timer for when it's like three and two in the morning and you're a zonko is just absolutely astounding. Like, that is life-changing. Because yeah, that's the only issue with an electric blanket, is because you are very aware that something that is essentially a space heater is underneath <laughs> you. Yeah. At, at any point, that could catch a flame. So having a timer on there is again, is incredible. Yeah, love it. Well, exactly. Um, I think... I think... I was thinking about this because I was quite cold the other night, um, and uh, and I was like, "Oh, I would love an electric blanket." And then I, that that was it. I was like, "I wonder if there's a smart electric blanket." And there is. Um, I, you know, I said actually about being a pacemaker being my um, being my favourite stand, but actually the, my next favourite stand is it's machine washable at thirty degrees. Um, so just be careful, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's really good. The only the only problem with this, uh, actually, I'm gonna let you guess. How much do you think it is? Hundred fifty quid. Oh, that's not far off. 160 quid. Um, yeah, I'd pay that. Uh, I, I think I would as well. I don't know. Mm. Like, it's just. But, but however, said that when I I am renowned for for be, being a sauna in bed, so I don't necessarily mm. need one. But it's nice to get into one and have it on for five minutes just to warm yourself up. Yeah. Um, and I think, and as as always with all potty nominees, this this nominee is a highly pointless. B completely unreasonably expensive uh, yeah. and C, you can use it from the toilet. Perfect. A, B, C, tick. Done. Yeah. Because Done and dusted. Like most people, I'm sure everyone loves getting into a cold bed, but there is a line. There, there, is, yeah. a, there is a very steep line where it drops off where you're like, nah, like I, I can't because I know I'm never going to get warm again. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah no good. I, I love that. Uh, yeah, so that was that was that was number six. That was the last of our potty nominees for this round. So that does mean we've got a guest on next week. Cool. Um, so yeah, go get a go get a Bureau uh, Monogram Connect Smart Electric Blanket for 160 quid. You won't regret it. Um, but anyway, that wraps it up for this week. Our last episode in February. Uh, our next one will obviously be in March because that's how calendar works. Uh, <laughs> and we will have a guest on that week. I, uh, to be confirmed so keep an eye out on uh, instagram on twitter and we will we will keep you updated why not um 
But anyway, have a great weekend. Have a good rest of February, and we'll see you next time. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everyone.